Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Amen. Are you excited to be here? I'm also very excited to be here. All right, let's pray. Father, this morning is a blessing to be in your presence, to be in your house. Thank you for the gathering of your people. Thank you for the journey, your project, the mission, and the purpose of bringing all of us together again and again and again and again. I pray this morning you speak to our hearts, affect our lives. Let us not leave your presence the same as we came. Let understanding be our portion as we hear from you today. In Jesus' name, somebody said amen. Wow, wow, you may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. He said, this place is small, so we should make sure that at least this place is filled. What do you think? I mean, how many agree with what I'm saying? I mean, by the time we are going to the cathedral, we should take an, a, a, an, what, a growth with us. We shouldn't go back because we've come to a place that's a little tight and a little hot. It's not even hot. Because not many people have what we have. Huh? Wonderful. So you're welcome to church this morning. What's your name, my dear? Delicia. 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 Wow, fancy name. Fancy name. What's your name, my dear? You're welcome. <laughs> Pretty young lady, I tell you. <laughs> so we want to continue talking about what it means to rob God. And let me touch on it today, and next week we start. So because it's the, uh, it's the birthday month, next week is actually the Founders' Day. That's the 14th of May. Yeah, how many are excited about that? Yeah, I'm excited about 14th May. And one of the things that we want to do for the whole month for the whole month, is that we want to bring people to Christ. Are you with me? In Java. We want to bring people to God. Because that is all he's asking for on his birthday. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8. So the Bible says that Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. Babalu. Yet you have robbed. Babalu is the church today, you know. Uh, and baby Babalu. Ah, baby Babalu is here. <laughs> They're waiting for the main man, Babalu. Main man, okay. Yet you have robbed me. But you say, Wherein have we robbed thee? And then the answer is in tithes and offerings. Remember, God doesn't wear tithes, right? So it's not the tithes that you know. God doesn't need to wear tithes. It's tithes and offerings. A tenth of your increase on a seasonal uh, basis. 
And so we learn that we rob God if you, if you don't understand why somebody can rob God. Somebody can rob God because God's money is mixed up with our money. Because have you seen God's money before? No. We rob God or we thief God's money because God's money is mixed up with our money. Are you, are you, are you with me? God's money is mixed up with our money. Amen? That is why we steal from God. You see, when somebody's money mixes up with your money, it is very, very likely. Epson, that's why you don't want to miss your money with your husband's money, isn't it? <laughs> it mixes up. Yeah, if, if you want to you wanna stay away from problems, make sure that you don't get people's money mixed up with your money. Because when you do that, then you, 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 you will be stealing from that person. So 10%, the first thing we learn under what it means to rob God is that 10% of your income is the property of the Lord. Property of the, that's why it is possible and it is happening all the time that God's money is stolen because God's money is mixed up with our money. And how does God's money get mixed up with our money? Because a tenth, 10%, that's the second point, isn't it? What's the second point? Not paying tithe is what? Stealing God. Okay. But 10% of your income is the property of the Lord. It means that God's money is with your money. And the percentage of that is 10%. What's the third point? Stealing the tithe destroys your relationship with God. Your relationship with anybody will be destroyed if you steal your money. Justin, are you there? Wake up. You steal mommy's money? You don't thief. You thief daddy's money. The boss money. The change. You take another hundred for a little icicle. You don't thief. Okay. <laughs> but anytime you take somebody's money, what happens is that you destroy Jada Greenwich. Are you there? You destroy your relationship with that particular person. There's nobody who will just sit down for you to take their money and they say, oh, yeah, man, take and galang. Man, thief and galang. Come this week and thief again. I like when you thief me money. No, 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 no. And so when you steal from God, what happens is that our relationship or your relationship with God is destroyed. Are you with me? The fourth point is what? Stealing the tithe will cause your demotion. Because anybody who, is, who steals, they are taken away from their home, they are put in the lockup, they are put in jail. Anybody who thieves money from God, who steals from even anybody else, you see that no matter how glorious you are, no matter how nice you are, no matter how popular you are, you, you'll, be, you'll be put to shame. 
you see that your face is in the newspaper. They take a picture of you. Brother, steal money from something. Justin, steal boss money change or something. And you hide your face, your number, date of birth, your cell. Oh, you, you, you'll be demoted. In the same way, if we take the tithe, a tenth of our increase, Kyra, if we take a tenth of our increase, we don't give it to God. What happens is that God brings us down. He doesn't even have to do it. We go down because of what we have done. Are you with me? Number five this morning. Is that withholding the tithe robs the church of its ability to function properly. Withholding the tithe robs the church of its ability to function properly. It robs the church of its ability to function properly. If we continue this Sunday thing I'm talking about, we will have to have an overflow. It will be a good problem. Because as I see, it's like we're almost run out of chairs. It's a good problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some people have to stand. Some people, as, as we go along. It's a, good, it's a good thing. Yeah. The Bible says, God says, I want my house to be filled. So any space, any house that's not filled, we are not, or that house is not doing what God wants it to um, do. Amen. So, when you don't pay the tithe, what happens is that you rob the church of its what? Of its ability to function. Yeah. The church must function. You see, if you don't know about church, or if you know about church, I want to encourage you to throw away whatever you know about the church. And try and learn something new about our church by looking at us. If you look at us here in the church, you will understand that money is something that we need. You understand that this is a church where if you give your money to us, it will be used. Oh, totally. It will be used. Cry. As I'm standing here, I'm looking for super set, thin set. From Target. <laughs> I know Dale knows Target. I'm looking for thin set. For what? To put down the tiles in the cathedral. I'm looking for thin set. So, when you give me money today, if you, if you give us 5000 today, you'll be surprised that it will not even do anything. What do 5,000 do, Venetia? What will 5,000 do for you? Do you work? You get paid? Stand! You don't live in perfect, that's why. You don't live at the four corner. If you were to live in perfect at the four corner, you would know what it means to stand. Do you work? You get paid? Enough money. 
Nobody's happy with their salary. Everybody wants extra money. I have never come across anybody who's happy with their salary. <laughs> Everybody would like to get something extra. <laughs> Not so? No, Bishop. I appreciate you, you, you're, you're happy with your salary? Yeah. Hey, you are the first person I've met in my life who's happy with their salary. How, how are you? How old are you? Yeah. yeah. No, she, she, she money is not bad at all. She just told me. She's 20 years old. She doesn't have husband, no children, no house, no care. Do you pay tithe? Used to. Used to? How many years ago? Can't remember. Thank you. Yeah. You see, you should, you should it's very necessary, Judy. You should not, you should not take preaching for, for, for granted at all. At all. Because the things that we talk about, many people don't do it. Many people don't. Venetia is saying that she, she can't remember when last she paid tithe and she works. So you see that her little contribution is missing from what we are doing. And every little money counts. You can ask this and Natasha, she will tell you. Every little $20, the young ladies or the women who do selling food, this, concurs, uh, what, uh, acha. Uh, uh, pickle mango these people they, they, they will tell you you understand from them that every small amount of money counts taxi drivers every $20 makes a difference boss man so you give the boss man the mate $100 and they, they, don't, they don't give you change you see how people row yeah it's like uh, is it not eighty dollars? Why, why are you not giving me my change? Twenty dollar change. Yes. No, people don't joke with their little little monies at all. But what, what, what is the problem? <laughs> what, is it one one dirty? A bill dam. It's one bill dam. <laughs> Small, small amounts of money makes a big difference. So when you don't pay tithe, you don't know the difference that you are making in a negative sense because you are not contributing. Now, in your lifetime here in the church, you should really desire to contribute in a very strong way. Yeah, but you see that as some people are doing these things, you even your tithe, the basic contribution, it's like revenue, it's like it's like tax, it's like NIS, the one that you're paying, you don't pay, and that little contribution makes a big difference. 
Because if a tin set, a, a, a bag of tin set is 1,006 or 1,800, your money can buy a tin set. I'm sure you know what tin set is, isn't it? You know tin set? Yeah. Kishana, are you there? Yeah, tin set. So if you don't pay tithe, what you do is that you actually deny us. If we come, if we're supposed to buy a 100 tin set, we can't buy one, we have to buy 80 or 98. Because the, the, the money is not enough to buy. I'm sure many of you know for people who are building or doing construction. So, sometimes you go and buy things. Even me, I'm building. Sometimes you, you buy the things, you pack them up until it's enough to be processed. That's when you process them. I buy paint. It's okay, you know what? Man, this paint, if I use it, a little piece will be... So, you know what? Let me hold on. When I get a second, uh, 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 what? Gallon. Then I can start. And, and those short, 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 short things are coming because of, of, of less money. Short in money. And that is what your tithe... When you don't pay your tithe, that is what your tithe causes. It causes us to be... So, ladies and gentlemen... Everything in this life, whether it's a church doing it or not, it calls for money. I'm telling you. Anything. There's nothing like, when it comes to the church, the church doesn't need money. There's nothing like that. So, in in building, as a builder, I've realized that you can't really do what your heart likes to do. If you want to do that, you need money. Because if I want a particular color, I have to forget that National Hardware has it for 10000 for a bucket and go and buy it at Continental for 20000 a bucket. And then I should forget that I, I waste 10000 just to buy a color I like. Which won't give me no food or don't give me nothing. So I have learned that in Guyana, you have to forget the things you like and just do what you got to do. Yeah. You want to buy a vehicle? Now it's even a little easier. Otherwise, you have to buy it's 192 or 212. <laughs> now, now if, even now, with all the with all the what you want to call about variations, it is still limited. It's still limited. It's, it's Volkswagen, it's Golf Passat, it's what it's Audi, A1, A2, A3, Q5, Q7, which you can't pay for. And then you have the Toyotas, the Nissans. The Nissans, they come in different cousins and aunties and uncles. <laughs> the same engine, but the battery is small for this one. And the battery is big for this one. All kinds of, it's the same thing. You see that? It's like the car that you really want to buy, you can't afford. <laughs> you think Prince is happy with the car he's driving? I'm sure that if... if, if Prince had had he would buy something and I'm sure he would buy something else and God blesses him but we live in a country where it's like that even in the world it's like that money is so needed that the church of God should not be should not be withheld from doing what God wants us to do when it comes to God God should get everything he wants he should get the best so travel text I I would want to travel text the inside there yeah, yeah, travel text. Yeah, different colors. And you put, you see, these points are for TV screens. 
Then air condition. This side, because we don't want to put air conditions on the outside. So this place is going to have the indoor air condition. It's, it's long. It's like a wardrobe. Right in the corner. You've seen it. In a corner like that. It blows breeze. This side, we'll put it on the building. It will be split units. Look at the air conditions for this building. Then when we finish, the tables and the chairs, the toilet bowls, sink, granite countertop sinks. Not them sink that you Google. No, 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 no. Granite top, granite. Yeah, no, no, no. I go to the bathroom, and then we will try and move away from. You have to do flush. That you, what you release in there, you have to flush it three times before you go. One, two, three. Because the kebab was not working. Yeah. Yeah. Even the urinal. Urinal. This is because of the pandemic and all of that. There are senses. So when you finish and you leave, it flashes by itself. Yeah, we receive the we want those ones. Otherwise, every week we ask plumber, Mister Plumber, Plumber, please come <laughs> break the wall, Plumber, because you, you, you can't have God's things like that. <laughs> yeah. Then those who those who are, are staying around here. And giving their life to the church and all of that, they get some nice apartments. So you'll be jealous. Yeah, nice apartment. Two bedroom apartment. One bedroom apartment. Husband and wives. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Have a nice restaurant. You see, all the restaurants that are here who have coffee that you won't go to no mermaid box to drink no coffee. No mermaid box. Uh, box. Good, good shepherd box coffee. Yeah, nice. You can, in fact, you can bring your wife, you can bring your beloved here for dinner. Oh, yes. We will not operate only on Sunday, so. Uh, five stars. Yeah. Yeah. Put some lights. Around, some place to sit. Ah, rooms to pray. <laughs> Them things you gotta do it over so here we pray. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Family prays together in your home. <laughs> there are so many things that if you are faithful in your tithing, you actually empower the church to do. You see, the, the negative side is, is where people give money to churches and then the, the money is wasted. But you don't have that around. Yeah. If you want to see a church the way God wants his church to be, do not withhold your tithe from the church. How many are going to pay your tithe regularly now?
Remember, saying it is very different from doing it. <laughs> How many agree with me? Saying it is very different from doing it. Makai, saying it is very different from doing it, isn't it? Yeah. Number six. The last one. Are there people here writing CXE? I forgot that people are writing CXE. How many of you are writing CXE? Okay, it's quite a number of them. All right, two people, three people. Okay, have you started? Are you going to pass? Don't write CXE and fail. Uh, you know, people say things they don't do, so don't don't be part of the issue. Work hard. Isn't Adam? You're writing an exam. Is it tomorrow? Okay, good. Yeah, you pass, crap. Pass, you fly. You become a software engineer. There's no. If you are a bona fide member of Good Shepherd, you don't fail examinations in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have subjects, you should continue your education. On Friday, we discovered there's a guy who has what, 10 subjects science, one, two, one, two, and he's working at ITOR. <laughs> Rasta place, ITOR. Ask him what's your problem. He can't talk. Someone who can actually go forward and become a doctor. So, here we don't fail exams. We become who we want to become by the grace of God. All right? Yeah. You're working in power, working in miracles. Last one stealing brings the wrath of God upon you. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 29. Stealing brings God's anger. Yeah. What do you expect if you steal from somebody? Should they smile with you? Oh, no, no, you want to, you, uh, 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 Venetia wants God to smile with her. And that's what she expects. That God smile with me, even though I'm tiffing your money. Yeah, no, God, nobody will smile with anybody who tips money from them. Yeah, granny, type it now. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Stealing from God, that's what, stealing brings the wrath of God Upon you. In Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 29, the Bible says that the people of the land they have used oppression and exercised robbery. So they practice stealing. Yeah, exercise. What is exercise? Go to the sea wall, active. Active. So they are active stealers. <laughs> active thieves. Every day they put on their jogging uh, suit and then they exercise. They, the people of the land have used oppression and they are regular stealers. They are regular thieves. And have vexed the poor and needy. Yea, they have oppressed the stranger wrongfully. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it but I found none. That's serious. And God is looking for somebody who will, who will say, please, sorry, Lord, we are sorry. There's nobody. Everybody is busy doing whatever they want to do. God cannot find anybody who is focused on the people and focused on him. 
he goes on to say, therefore, have I poured out mine indignation upon them. I have consumed them with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their heads, saith the Lord God. New Living Translation, this, this, this verse 31. It's serious. So now, I will pour out my fury on them, on the people who don't pay tithe. Hallelujah. You can't read the Bible and say, it's somebody. It's them people in the Bible time. Them people in the Bible time, they're gone. It's we now. It's this time. So when the Bible so now I'll pour out my fury on them. The Bible is talking about people who do not pay tithe. God's indignation, his anger. He said he's going to pour it out like rain coming. You see, when God gets angry, it's not, it's not easy. God, when God gets angry, when God got angry in the days of Noah, it rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Look at how the place is hot. You need a little rain to even cool it. There's no rain. Then it rains for 24 hours by 40 days. Maybe Ghana water can supply that water. <laughs> they cannot. There's no, there's no place that can supply rain for 40 days and 40 nights continuously. Every second. That's what happened when God showed his anger. The next time he showed his anger, it was fire. And that, that, that is very different, you know. That's very different because, you see, when, when rain is falling, at least you can run through it. But when fire is, is falling, I don't know what we're going to do. Fire coming down. Your wig will burn. Your hair will go. Your eye wig will burn. Where do you pass if fire is coming down in the form of rain? Where do you pass? Where would you pass? And that's what the Bible says God will do to people who exercise robbery who practice taking away something that doesn't belong to them, who take the tithe, a tenth of their increase, they don't give it to him, who take it for themselves. His, his wrath, he, he, I will pour out my fear on them, consuming them with the fire of my anger. One day, God was angry with some assistant pastors in, in, in the church. He opened the earth like that, and he pushed all of them into there, and he closed up. They became a sandwich. I don't know if anybody has ever experienced that before. The earth opens and then people are pushed into the crack and then the earth closes. It's like, disappear from my sight. Get away from my... I don't want to see you ever again. Go away. That's how God's anger works. And I'm not talking about Bible. I'm talking about you and I who don't pay tithe. I don't think you're happy to hear what I'm talking about. I'm not even happy talking about what I'm talking about. I will heap on their heads the full penalty for their sins. So, Venetia, what's happening is that God is 
just waiting to give you back what you've been doing to him. It's so serious that you don't want to withhold the tithe from God. It means that you, you, you pray that you don't do anything wrong. Anything you do wrong, he's bringing it back to you. Manchester, are you on holiday now? Full penalty for all their sins. You see, many people who commit crimes and all of that, they go to court. Sometimes the penalty they, they are given is not full. But sometimes they plead, they beg, they, 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 you know, they, they do a plea bargain, they do things, and they don't get full penalty. Full penalties are sometimes a life sentence four times. Even when you die and come back, you still have a sentence over your head. Some people are like that. These murderers, when they go to court, they give about three life sentences for three lives. The afterlife to you, your life sentence. I mean, it's it's, it's a full penalty for all your sins. And and the prosecution, they they go for that. When they file for, when they they take the case to the court, they are asking for full penalty. They are saying, Mr. Judge, this one here, it is death penalty. We are not going for 10 years in prison, 20 years in prison. This one, we demand death, death. He must be killed. And God is saying that if you don't pay your tithe, April just ended, and I'm sure you have not paid your tithe. Maybe Venetia has not paid her tithe. I don't know when she's going to fix that. But you better fix it and fix it well and fix it now. Sometimes you even need to take a lump sum of money and say, you know what, God? I know I can't pay for my sins. But I'm sorry for the six months that I've not paid tithe. Lord, this is not even the same because if it was, if I'm going to borrow the money, the interest alone, and I know that you are God, nothing small satisfies you, nothing insignificant makes a difference in your life. But I'm sorry, please just take this small thing here to forgive me and wash away all my deeds and have mercy on me. From today, I promise that I'll pay my tithe consistently. Sometimes you need to do that. That's what you do to a big man. Even me. If you offend me, you want to say sorry. Don't send me a text message. You should, you should learn to behave well. If you do something, I'm not happy. Don't send me a text message and say, I'm sorry. No, no, that's, that, that can't work like that. You should bring a goat. You should bring a goat. You should come, you should come face to face and apologize properly. That's why in the early days, the Catholic Church, you have to go to church to confess your sins. <laughs> if you have, if you sinned in America, and you you have to wait till you come to Guyana, you go to the Breakdown Cathedral, you go and confess to the Father there, because you have to do it properly. It's these days that it's Pentecostal day. It is a, a charismatic season. So Kishana, everybody can just uh, uh, so Lord, I'm a sinner. Forgive me anywhere, any place. Sometimes the, the appropriate thing to do is to have physical, personal audience and then restore it with something. In the olden days, they used to, do, they used to kill goats, kill sheep, kill this, that, trespass offering, peace offering, heave offering, wave offering, all kinds of offerings for the different type of uh, sins and, and penalties they committed. 
My time is up. Stand to your feet, please. <laughs> yeah, Delicia, we, we, the flight is over. We, we're landing, isn't it? We're landing. <laughs> That's my favorite church member from today, you know. It's Delicia. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. It's beautiful. Some of us need to ask God for forgiveness this morning. So I want to give you the opportunity. Just close your eyes and, and lift up your voice and pray. Ask God for forgiveness and, and all the all the all the tithes. That even the tips you got last week that you didn't tithe on. The donation, the things that you got, the raise, the the, the little here and there that come our ways. That we are not faithful and true enough to pay tithe over. All of those God sees them. Just ask for mercy. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Marandas. Carabandos, Kebrenes, Rikabababa Sadara Mamama, Makataba, Babandere, Kerere, Rasa Tabaraba Cabra Babanda, Mandoro Mokobe Soturomo Kebrenere. Have mercy, O God, have mercy, have mercy, have mercy, O God, Carandas, Rikebere Bacabrandara Macabarandara Baba. Help us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. And you are here this morning, you are not saved. If you die right now, if you die right now, if the flight was to come down and you die, will you go to heaven or you will go to hell? If you know deep down in your heart that you will not make it to heaven, God wants to change that. God wants you to come to heaven when you die. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to give my heart to Jesus. You can't come to church and, and die and go to hell. There's no sense in it. So while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, you want to lift up your hand and say, Bishop, please pray for me. I want my life to change. I want Jesus. Your right hand up high. Bishop, I need Jesus. Pray with me. Bishop, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Wherever you are, every eye closed, every head bowed, your hand is up. You are the one who says, Bishop, please pray for me. I need Jesus. I want to be born again. If I want you to sin, I don't even understand, but I, I, I feel like I should come to be prayed for. Just your right hand. Your right hand up high all over this place. You want to give your heart to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. God bless you. I see that hand. God bless you. It's a very important moment. I don't want any disturbance. A very important moment where God is looking towards to his children turning away from their sins. I saw a hand at the back there. God bless you. Your right hand. You want to say, Bishop, please pray for me. I'm a sinner. Lord, forgive me of my sins. God bless you. I see that hand. If you lifted up your hand, I want to ask you to come. Walk to me all the way from the back. Come. God bless you. God bless you. Come for me. Come on. Sometimes some of us are not sure whether man ashes. Sometimes some of us <laughs> sometimes some of us don't know whether we should come or not. But it's very, very important. When you die, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. Your nice face won't give you a There's nothing like that. Your big stomach won't give you a place in heaven. So, oh, but God, you know my stomach was big. No, 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 no. You have to consciously make a decision.
to choose to be on the side of God. So he said, God, I want to be on your side. I, I, I love you. I want you. And not everybody here is a child of God. To be a child of God, you need to apply for it. And that comes through salvation. So before I pray, you are there in the congregation. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Come quickly before I pray with these people. Come. Come. That's you should come. Come. If you are wondering, if you are hesitating, I want to assure you that it's a good decision to make this morning. Come on to Jesus. your neighbor are you born again what did they say if anybody says no tell them it's because of you that's why the bishop is is calling he's calling people like you ask them again are you born again are you sure you go to heaven what did they say if they said no tell them that it's, it's time to come god bless you come for him as he comes you see god is finding ways god is finding ways to to, to save you oh are you clapping God bless you. Give him your life today. Come to Jesus. Ask your ne- ask another neighbor because because people are not born again. They think they think it's joke I make. Ask them. Are, are you if they are not born again? Come, come for the young lady. God bless you. Come. God bless you. If you are not born again, there's a time to come and give Jesus God bless you. Understanding is very important. Sometimes people don't understand. Can you imagine that maybe, God forbid, somebody here would have just gone home without accepting Jesus and die and go to hell? People die all the time. People die all the time. Do you know somebody who has died before they got older, bigger? Somebody like that? Did you expect the person to die? No. It, it could happen to you. And when it happens to you, I bet you, there's a place you're going. There's a place you're going. It's hell or heaven. There's no excuse. We can can joke here on earth and disrespect mommy and disrespect daddy and disrespect uncle and granny and pastor and all of that. But when you die, there's nothing like disrespect. You go to heaven or you go to hell. So what you're doing today is one of the most important decisions and steps you're taking in your life. What's your name? Jamal. Jamal Luke? McPherson. There's a McPherson here too. Chris, talk to him after church. You may be related. Family? 
cousin. Yeah, you'll be surprised. Wow. Yes. What's your name? David. David? Oh, you're a cup cup. Okay, sugar is here waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, man. So close your eyes and lift up your two hands if you're here in front. It's a simple prayer, and I want you to pray the prayer with me. Pray it from the bottom of your heart. It is a prayer that changes your life. Say with me, church, join in as we pray together. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus, the Christ, he is Lord and that he died. He was buried on the third day. He rose again from the dead. He is alive. There's nobody like him. He's Lord of all. He's the king of all kings. And I submit myself to this Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. I open my heart and I invite him, Jesus the Christ, to come into my heart, to come into my life, to be my master and my personal Savior. I believe by this prayer my life has changed. I am born again. I am a new person. I have changed. I don't care what people think. I have changed. Because Jesus is in my heart. Thank you Heavenly Father for accepting me and writing my name in the book of life. I will follow Jesus for the rest of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone who is here in front. Thank you for their lives. Some of, them, some of them didn't even expect that they will have an encounter with you like this. It is you who works in us to will and even to do of your good pleasure. It is you who orders our steps, leads us to places that we have not even thought of or even planned to be. It is you who brought them here today. And have organized and, and brought them forward. The Bible says it is, it is a blessing to be, to be, to be called and, and, and to, be, to be caused to approach your throne and to come unto thee. It's a blessing to know you, God. To know you, Jesus. And I commit them to you. As young as they are, as old as they are, that, that they will live for you. They will live for you. In these, they are, they are maiden years. They will live for you. From today onwards, they will, they will be thinking about you. They will focus on you. Their hearts will be for you. They will live for you. And, and they will dwell with you like David said, and I will dwell in your house. Let the blood of Jesus cover and protect them all their days of serving and living for you. I pray that they will not disappoint you. And I will walk with you and follow you all the days of their lives. And I know you have blessings in store for them. I know even from this month, May, that they've joined us. They are going to see the goodness of the Lord even in the land of the living. I know that goodness and mercy will follow them from this day onwards, all the days of their lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together for them. Put your hands together for them.
For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com. God richly bless you.